Mike Hayes on WIZM, our guest this morning from Mayo, Dr. Kevin Fitzgerald, all things COVID. Oh, by the way, I forgot to, to add, well, I'll, I'll double check. Are, am I going to be able to talk with you on Wednesdays for the foreseeable future, doctor? Yeah, I think it's you'll be either myself or one of my partners, but oh. I think for right now right. it'll be me. All right, so I'm going to keep calling. Me. Uh, no, no, are you kidding? I, I appreciate, and I appreciate your candor. Honestly, because as you might guess, there are I have a lot of listeners who wonder, oh, yeah, Dr. Fitzgerald, he's just carrying water for the bosses. And if he doesn't say certain things, they'll fire him. So he's got to talk about how wonderful the shot is and how everybody's going to get healthy. And I heard a person yesterday, uh, so respond to this, a person yesterday said, we'll have COVID issues until everybody gets vaccinated. And I said, everybody, well, you know, not 100 percent, but the vast majority of people need to be vaccinated before COVID goes away. Uh, Do you think that's necessary? I thought I'd read 70 percent or something before herd immunity kicks in. Yeah, so I I, I think we're still working to understand that. So I I think the principle is herd immunity uh, comes when there's enough people in the population who've got antibodies either from the infection and clearing the infection or from a vaccine. I, I don't think we fully understand, you know, kind of the light, the long, um, long haul immunity from either the vaccine or from people who have the infection. We're, and we're, we're kind of learning that as we go. But, the, you know, so the answer is, you know, do we need to get to, you know, 80 or 90 percent of the community that, that has some immunity from one uh, venue or another. I think that's where we need to get to. And still, so 80%, and then we can start talking about herd immunity. Uh, much closer to reality than uh, 80% is is kids getting vaccinated. Uh, is, is that, a, I thought I'd read early on that kids are the most likely to survive any bout with COVID. So why give them a vaccination they're going to get sick they're going to get better they're going to have they're going to help with the herd immunity they'll have antibodies why are we messing with their systems yeah so um you know there's it's twofold as each strain comes along uh, there's some variability as to uh, what populations are affected i think what we've seen with this most recent delta strain that we are seeing an increased number of of younger kids uh, get the virus, have symptoms from the virus, and, and even get ill enough to be in the hospital with the virus. Um, it's still less than uh, adults and especially elderly adults who have risk factors, but it's increasing. Well, and do those um, kids have the, comorbidity? The other thing from a herd immunity standpoint, again, when we look at that, you know, 80 to 90 percent uh, of the population getting antibodies one way or the other, um, you know, that the kids are included in that. And, and sure. while you may say, yeah, should they get sick? and get the antibodies from being sick and clearing the illness. Yeah, I mean, that, that could happen. However, they could spread it uh, to, you know, dozens of at-risk people uh, at the same time. And so it's a difficult question, and I, I totally understand it, but but that's, you know, kind of the principle behind it. Right. Uh, do the kids that are getting COVID and getting sick, do they have comorbidity, or are these, generally speaking, happy, healthy kids who are going to be going to the hospital pretty soon because their illness is getting worse? You know, I think it's some of both. Certainly the, yeah. the children who have lung disease, who have um, you know, immune systems that aren't intact, like kids with cancer, kids with uh, immune system issues, would be at higher risk, uh, just like the adult population. But we are seeing some children who do not have risk factors who are getting ill enough to be in the hospital 
and and more importantly, getting some long standing COVID um, um, uh, symptoms that are lasting. So just like adults, they can have the, what we call long haul COVID uh, that can that can cause symptoms for you know long periods of time, even after they clear the infection. Right. Well, and I've, I wonder from your own patients, it's one thing to mandate that parents get the vaccination to keep their job or whatever. I'm getting the shot because I have to feed my family. But don't you dare tell me I got to get my kid vaccinated. He's going to he's going to be in the ninety nine plus percentile of get it, get over it, and move on. Yeah, you know, and I haven't, at least in our area, heard uh, any mandates for, for kids. Um, that, that hasn't been even any of the other yeah. conversations that I've been involved with. You know, really, the mandates uh, that we're seeing in our area are more for people um, who are around or caring for at-risk people. Um, you know, and, and that's the argument for those mandates. But I haven't heard anyone suggesting that. Um, for the younger kids, uh, especially the 5 to 12 kids, who really don't even have the approval yet. Right. Well, and it'll come. Maybe by next week we'll get a chance to talk more about it. Dr. Kevin Fitzgerald, thank you very much for talking with us. 